welcome back to the Planets and Problems podcast, the astrology podcast by two girls who are not astrologists. I'm Natalia. And I'm Aisha. And I'm a Sagittarius. And I'm a Virgo. Right, let me tell you about something that happened. Okay, getting straight into so, it. So, me and Mitchell, well not even me and Mitchell, Mitchell, my boyfriend, he nearly crashed the van oh my while god. we were in it. Oh my god. This is just one of those moments where like, okay, let me just start from the beginning. So, we were in a rush and we went food shopping. Our food shop is literally a three minute drive away. Yeah. And we were in a rush because he had a meeting that he like needed to get back for. So we were like rushing, doing the food shop and get in. And he's in the van. And in the van, obviously, there's no, like, boot to put the shopping in. So yeah, the shopping goes all at the front. And his bag was on, um, like, one of the shopping bags he put on my seatbelt. And I just thought, oh, I can't be bothered to put the seatbelt on. Yeah. Uh, and then I kind of, like, had in my head, like, oh, but what if I go through the windscreen? And I was like, no, it's fine. It's only a three-minute drive. Like, That's it'll weird. be fine. Yeah. And then we, I think what happened was he was too busy focusing on the driver behind him that it was getting too close to him that he didn't see the red light and he had to like slam his brakes on oh and I God. went flying in to like forward and my knees bashed against the like oh. glove compartment it oh was painful God. but I think I didn't, to be fair it wasn't painful straight away it was like the initial shock yeah and I was like trying to like get them typical me trying to like get the music on so I'm like laughing about with the radio then all of a sudden I just fly forward my knees slam oh my god um, my phone just disappears and Mitchell's like oh my god are you all right and then like I'm just like freeze for like a few seconds because of the shock and then the pain kicked in I just burst into tears I'm just a mess um and it hurts so much and Mitchell's like panicking he's like let me pull over you don't even end up pulling over it's like there's no we're in it we live in a city center like there's nowhere to just to pull just over pull, yeah I'm like I'm fine I was like I'm fine and then we get back um and we like just relax a bit like the shopping's gone like everywhere like, <laughs> the bags were, like on the seats so the shopping's gone everywhere so we just like gather everything we come in he puts all the food shop away because I was like I'm liking this as much as I can like I'm not putting the food shop away and eventually we sit down after him and we're like, oh, okay, knees are fine. And then he just turns to me, he's like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, good, because you look like a right idiot. What do you mean? like, the way that my body just like, slows forward. <laughs> <laughs> I think it gave him the ache. Oh, no. And he's trying, he's yeah. like holding that in until you're better so he, yeah. can, he can let you know. Yeah. How do you look nice doing like, that? I don't know. And then he was, <laughs> Like, um, uh, at one point, like, while we were still driving, like, after, like, the incident had happened, and he was still driving, he was like, oh, he was like, have you got your seatbelt on? And you know, like, when you just don't want to answer that question. Yeah. He was like, have you got your seatbelt on? I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) He was just like, for God's sake, like, why have you not got your seatbelt on? I was like, because the bag, I was like, because you put the bag in the way. (laughs) And, like... Yeah, it's just the fact that I had like that thought of I had like work that is so weird. Good job I didn't. It wasn't like hard enough for me to go through the windscreen, but my knees fucking hurt and like I was limping the day after. But my knees are fine. I was really God. annoyed because the light wasn't a bruise or anything, and I was like, you kind of wanted a bit more. Yeah, a bit more drama. And then actually we got in. This is why you just shouldn't rush. Um, we actually got to the building that we live in, and we couldn't find the keys, and we had all this shopping. Ah, uh... couldn't find the keys. So then we're having to like call people um, 
that are in the apartment and like no one's answering and then eventually someone answers and we're like hi we live at this number like can you let us in and he's like um no <laughs> he's like um let me just come down why because he, he didn't, I don't think he believed us. Oh. Oh, and also, while this was happening, this car pulled up next to us and he was like, you guys live here? They're like, put the window down. They're like, this is such a fucking annoying guy. So like, ask him this question. He's like, how much is rent here? And we're like... Oh my God. <laughs> like, leave us alone. And going, sweetheart, sweetheart. I'm like, make sure you talk to them because I'm done now. Um, and then the guy comes... The guy actually lets us in. So he unlocks the door. So we start walking up. And he's on the stairs, like, waiting for us. And he's like, you lose your keys, guys. And we're like, yeah, we literally live at that one there. Like, thanks for letting us in. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. He was in the van. Oh. He was in the van, yeah. Because obviously, we were like, oh, we must have, like, forgotten to lock lock up. So we like, so go, to, we go to, yeah, oh, so we're in the building. No. Go to open the door. The, the door's, door's locked. coming open. You look like actual burglars at this point. <laughs> With our food. <laughs> well, that's part of the act. It's uh, actually a really good one. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so then we're like, for God's sake. So then eventually he finds the keys and then we had like the whole, you know, it was like, yeah, you, that's an actual ick, like, this, like being in a car accident and your body like, like this, like flailing <laughs> around. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm fine. glad you're all right. Yeah, I was I was actually fine. Like, wear your seatbelt. Yeah, wear your seatbelt, guys. <laughs> um, what I have for this week is something that I saw that's quite interesting, interesting thought, is don't confuse nosiness for friendship. Have you ever had a friend or someone that you thought that's a friend or someone that you're close to that you might not have because you don't have so much crazy drama in your life, but that is constantly asking, oh, how's this and how's this? And you find that your catch-ups just relate over like what's going on in your life, but you never actually plan to see each other or do anything. And they never actually want, do you, have you not had that before? Um, no. I guess for me, I've had quite a lot of different jobs in my life so far, haven't I? So I've yeah. met like so many different types of people. And I've worked at like some places where there's like loads of people as well. And I've come think of one friend in particular that basically last year, well, it started a couple of years ago that like I wasn't seeing this friend regularly. And whenever I'd offer, asked to meet up with them or something, they mm. were never bothered and they were never made an effort and they would never even want to go. So I'd be like, oh, should we do this? And something bad happened to them. And in response, I'm like, oh, in a few weeks, like when you're feeling a bit better, can I take you out for dinner? And then the few weeks came and I'm like, oh, when can I take you out for dinner? And they never wanted to do it. Yet, periodically, every few months, they start messaging me for a catch up. And this catch up ends up being to do with like, all questions centered around me. So if I ask them something about their life, their relationship, they just kind of like bat it off. But then they constantly ask me questions. And I noticed it to the point where the last conversation that we had, the last thing she asked me was, um, where's your ex moving to? So I'd mentioned that we've broken up mm. and um, you know, I'm, I've moved here and he's he's moving away as well so i'm gonna be looking after the dog and she's like where's your ex moving to and that triggered it in me for me All to right. think 
why is she so concerned about all these things in my life? But if I ask her about hers, she just bats it off. Mm. And basically there's some people out there that just essentially want the friendship for gossip. And so they can then just go in, not to be like, uh, just for like other things in their life. So they can be like, oh yeah, yeah blah, blah's doing this and blah, blah's doing that. Yeah, they don't actually want a friendship with you. Yeah, just to relay the information. Just to relay, just to, but even not to, spe- not to like people that know you, just to, they're just literally messaging you for the drama. Mm. And I noticed that with that person and this does happen. So yeah, never confuse um, friendship well nosiness for friendship if someone is just like extremely nosy because you should be offering information because you want to offer it yeah. not just because someone's like prying into your life i didn't weird. answer that question i didn't reply i've not replied since I can't then imagine like why why someone like i can't imagine wanting to do that i guess it's from the perspective of if you know someone that's like got loads of drama going off in their life or you feel like they've got loads of drama and it's interesting mm. you constantly want the update yeah of like oh what's happening next and oh what's going on next and oh well this they were doing this last time and the, the you come you're up not, you're not there to offer advice or to no like consult. and they come up in con so maybe you come up in conversation with their partner or something mm. and then they think oh i'll message aisha to find ah. out what's going on with this mm. and stuff like that to get yeah. the basically get the tea um yeah, don't just get used the tea yeah so yeah i didn't reply to that message about where my ex is moving to because it's none of your fucking business and like if you want to know where he's moving to ask him because i'm not giving you and that is that is almost me being protective over him in a way of like i'm not giving you that information mm. about his life because yeah. that's none of your business so yeah be careful of that that happened to me like a few months ago now but i am very wary of it happening going forth because i can see if you're the sort of person that's like, has lots of different stuff going on, like I wouldn't say my life has been dramatic, but I do make like drastic changes and stuff, don't mm. I? And I like, oh, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that, or I'm moving to, moving to Leeds like really spontaneously. If you're that sort of person, yeah, just be careful who you tell stuff to. And actually on that one, move in silence. I heard this as well. Making moves in silence. Genuinely, like, you don't know who is thinking negatively about you mm-hmm. from a jealousy perspective or just from a, they not they don't want you to do well. Mm. And they might seem to be your friend. They might seem to be your parent. They might seem to be, might even be just as bad with parents because some parents probably don't want the kids actually doing better than them yeah. because they get jealous of it. Um, they might seem to be, you know, friend, whatever, or sibling, but, you just have to be careful. I love how I said sibling and pointing at you like, like you don't like want me to do right good. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't want me to do well. Um, but um, you you need to keep your mouth shut basically. Don't be spouting your business of things that you're doing because any sort of negative energy portrayed onto that could affect you. And yeah, I would just be careful, move in silence. And that just goes the same as, you know, don't pry your drama out to everybody. Just tell the people that you're comfortable telling, like tell the people that are close to you. So I'm not saying don't tell anyone, but you know, tell your partner, tell your best friend, tell your mom, but like maybe leave it at that. Yeah, definitely talk to people about stuff, but only talk to people that genuinely have your best interests at heart. And I think you can have a gut about someone. Mm -hmm. And like this person that I'm talking about, I had a gut about like yeah. at that point because i was just like going through the message and i'm like 
it's like question Mm -hmm. me big paragraph me asking a similar question back one line question big paragraph so yeah move in silence um and get those other friends to move on that are just nosy thanks bye we just had to have a little mess with our lighting (laughs) but now it's time for our affirmation of the week and i can't remember what it is (laughs) (laughs) sorry one second (laughs) i did just have it fully in my head um sometimes life is about risking it all for a dream that nobody can see except for you basically because i don't know about you but sometimes you might be explaining something or even any point in your life you might be explaining something that you want to do or a like a dream that you've got and i'm sure some really supportive people will be like yeah 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 that sounds really good mm. some people are like uh or yeah but if you, not many people get to do this or mm. you know this doesn't really make sense in terms of this. And it's great if you don't ever have anyone that's like that, you are so lucky that you've got such supportive people in your life. But I think even if they are like, you know, close friends or whatever and really supportive, they might not be able to see a vision that is in your head of something and how successful you believe something can be. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, it just links to the fact that like, I've tried to make a lot less social plans at the moment because I'm trying to work on something that I want to do business-wise. Yeah. And that means I'm having to risk relationships so that I can have that, but it doesn't actually make sense to anyone else why I'm doing that. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, why wouldn't you want to go out and do this? Why wouldn't you want to go out and do that? Like, why wouldn't you want to continue this friendship like this? Well, because I've got this vision that you don't, you can't, you can't see, see so yeah. I'm gonna have to risk all of these things because to me that is more important than those things. Yeah, I like that one. Is that on it? Love that for you. <laughs> okay, should we risk move? Risk it all. Risk it all. Should we move on to our it. your planet problems? Mm-hmm. How are Pisces such an emotional sign but refuse to talk about their emotions? And instead of trying to work things out, they just leave. That's not my experience with Pisces. I think Pisces can really open. Okay. With everyone. Right. That's what I've experienced anyway. I don't know about you, but most of the Pisces that I've met, like straight away, I remember this one person in particular, I'd known him what 10 minutes and he told me about how his like dad was a drug addict who left him and I'm like why do I already know so much information about you <laughs> already like why do you feel comfortable telling me all this like are you like this with everyone or is this just you and I think hey, that was just them because I've had this same experience with a few Pisces where they're just so open to talk yeah about their feelings my experience is a little bit different so maybe it depends on who they're around or who like what sort of person they're speaking to um but my experience with pisces is that they are open but they can be a bit standoffish at first right that's my experience that they can be a bit standoffish and a bit quiet and then eventually you'll get the life story Mm. but from what you're saying about um they refuse to talk about their emotions then what I would say is that like, because Pisces are so emotional, maybe sometimes they just like, can't be asked. <laughs> like if they've got that much emotion going on and they do have that way mm. of being detached, 
maybe they just choose that sometimes like certain ones i think pisces are very troubled yeah and there's no two pisces the same to be fair mm. and if we actually look at what like the astrological order so each so it starts off with aries and each sign after aries is learning the lessons that the other one already knows so aries is the leader and then taurus has learned all of aries lessons yeah and then taurus gemini Gemini is like all of Taurus and Aries last, and then, and so on. So Pisces is the last of the order. So Pisces has seen everybody's mistakes, what everybody else has been through, learned all of the lessons that everybody wow. else already knows, and is just stuck with this like knowledge toxicness. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's why Pisces are so wise because they've learned they they've like seen it all really, right? And they're just put in life like okay, here's everything off you go which sometimes it which isn't helpful really no whereas like aries is just put on the light right your leaders go yeah you know that's what they do like that's their job um so i think pisces can be quite troubled that's maybe why they struggle so much to talk about yeah and on that i feel like pisces can be they are obviously emotional, but they don't necessarily know how to process their emotions Mm -hmm. in the way other signs do. So like, for example, cancers are known for being emotional, but they're also known for being like emotionally intelligent, which means that like, they have like a big understanding of emotions and different people's emotions, which might make them better at processing their own. Whereas for Pisces, that's emotional. I feel like Pisces don't actually know how to process their emotions this isn't obviously all pisces if you're a developed one amazing like if you've been doing some work on yourself if you've learned all these lessons and you're putting them to good use then good for you but initially a young a new pisces meaning a young person a fresh fresh one they (laughs) i feel like they can be really toxic and i'm not saying they don't make won't make good partners but i have noticed when and not even pisces towards me this is like pisces that i've observed in the mm-hmm. wild in they the yeah. <laughs> they can be they can be toxic as fuck really yeah toxic. and pisces crave toxicity as well yeah. they love the drama as much as they'll tell you oh this is going on in my life oh no they literally feed off it what fuels them stop it because i feel like that person that i was talking about earlier the friend They're that listening. was always asking for drama mm. from me was oh, a pisces maybe. you might have to find that out no i think they are oh, i'm okay. pretty sure they are no they are oh they are i've just remembered the birthday oh, yeah. there you are then fantastic that makes sense okay is there anything significant about having the same sun and moon sign? I'm an Aries sun and moon and a Sag rising. I think there is. Go on. <laughs> I think there is because I think it just makes you more of that sign. It makes you like know who you are a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I guess like your base personality traits, which is what I would say your sun is, like your, mm-hmm. your basics, and then your moons, your emotions, just to put it really plainly, then that means, yeah, you have an understanding of your emotions mm-hmm. and like who you are deep yeah, down. Yeah, I saw something. It's like if you've got the same sun and moon, it means that your wants and needs align with each other. Right. Like, oh. You have the same sort. Like you're just a bit more well-rounded. Whereas yeah. like people with different 
like a lot of different elements in the no a lot of different signs in the chart um you know one thing could be here one thing could be there they might want this in one thing and then you know they might want sustainability in a relationship or craziness in career like mm. everything's a bit all over the place it probably just means that you want like the same sort of things out of each part of your life i've got the same sun and rising which i like because it's like i just feel I've, i'm a sag sun and rising it just makes me feel more like a sag people perceive you as the person that you are yeah exactly and i just feel like when i read things about a sagittarius i can relate to it on another level because i'm like mate i'm sag here there and everywhere that makes sense that makes sense because my boyfriend has well he's a triple scorpio i've obviously mentioned him before i think i've also said he is a scorpio down to a t yeah so like if you were to reel off the traits of a scorpio that is him yeah and he's done a lot of work on himself so like some of the bad ones aren't as bad as what you know they probably would be with an underdeveloped one but he is a, a scorpio through and through like that's what the, he is what's written down it's just a bit more simple yeah and it's interesting what you're saying about the different um like if you if you've got loads of different placements mm-hmm. in your chart and that makes you not necessarily makes you want different things in different aspects because i i've got a different sun moon and rising but most of my placements apart from that are all scorpio Wow. Which means that... It means that you've got to read carefully. It means that I basically want intensity everywhere. Mm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it does... Yeah, it means that you obviously need to, like, look at your your whole chart to see. But... Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So... And that was a... That was a biocide rising as well, so... Love that. Love a Sag placement. Yeah. Sending love to all Sages. Anyone that has a Sag placement in their birth chart, I love you. Aww. I don't have any. I know. I was <laughs> partly through saying that, I was like, this doesn't include you. <laughs> like, I can't you don't have any Sag. That's because you took it, though. It's just interesting how, through, yeah. yeah, like how things work. Because do you have any Virgo? I think I do, but I don't know where. Am I? I don't know, actually. Make sure you but check yeah, that. I've got, I think Sag is five of my placements, which isn't like an extreme amount, but it's more yeah. than you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I try to think what else I don't have. We'll have to have a look at that. Um, Maybe we'll do an episode where we go into what Analyze our birth when, charts. When people care enough. Yeah, if people <laughs> ever care. Um, Right, next question. Does a Gemini and a Gemini relationship work or is it more of a best friend thing? He is male, I am female. You deserve each other. (laughs) I don't know. All I know is that there's four people in that relationship. (laughs) Like, that is four people. That's a lot. (laughs) Polyamory, it's finest. Um, Yeah, you're gonna need a big house to house all those personalities. Yeah. Ew, Gemini and Gemini together. Yeah, I think it possibly can work because I think that there'll probably be a large like amount of understanding there between you two because I think I said in one of the previous episodes that Geminis are great at communication, mm-hmm. meaning that like if you two, you've got two people in that relationship, sorry, four people in that relationship that are great at communication, then 
that's brilliant. But in my opinion, there could be some clashes there if you've got all these different personalities going on. Because like my experience of Gemini's is you're great. Like one side of you is great and the other side of you is not so great. And you don't know who you're gonna get that's day to day. That's just experience though. You can have two sides that are both great, but they are contrasting. So how can they both be great if they're contrasting? Because it's not just as simple as good and bad. Okay. It can be... Quiet and loud. Quiet and loud, tidy and messy. Yeah, yeah, that is good and bad, but yeah. The quiet and loud, quiet and loud though. (laughs) Virgo wants clean all the time, but sometimes you want a bit of messiness in your life. Messiness can be good. Um, okay. It's not always practical to be tidy all the time. What if you're in a rush? Okay. But the um, the quiet, quiet and loud, yeah, that is a good example of it not being necessarily being good and bad. Yeah. I'm not going to apologise though about saying that about Gemini's. Okay. My take is Gemini's. I don't know many Gemini and Gemini friends. I feel like Gemini's tend to go for like other like like other signs when seeking friendships. Right. But. I don't know. Do they come across each other that often? It's <laughs> more Gemini in, and Gemini. It's more interesting people. though if they if they're not coming across each other. Yeah. Because why? Because they don't. Because they do understand each other and they don't want that. So the negative traits of a Gemini they don't want, so they're avoiding it. You know how the ocean is only like five percent discovered. Yeah. And we know more about like the surface of Mars than we do about the ocean. I feel like that's the same sort of thing with Gemini. <laughs> Like, there's only, like, we've only researched, like, 5% into what there actually is. Like, I feel like they're the, we, we know the least about them because right. it's so complex. We want a Gemini to write in and you to tell us, ex- give you give you big three, but as a Gemini, write in and give us every single thing about your personality that you have. So tell mm-hmm. us, like you know you like this and when this happens you do this and when you fall out with someone this is how you react and you need to be honest gemini's because you know gemini's (laughs) gemini's um but yeah it'd be really good to for us to like have that and dissect that Mm -hmm. so that we can learn a bit more about gemini's and understand them a bit more because i struggle and i definitely have quite a negative perception no one understands them and i i've said it like several times on my tiktok like Gemini, you always said that you're the least understood. Here's your chance to explain. And nobody gives me a fucking answer. <laughs> <laughs> so like, they don't even know themselves. Yeah, write in planetsandproblems at gmail.com. Okay. Or even just DM me on Insta, cause like, I just want to know that bad. Phone <laughs> <laughs> call zero seven. Yeah, oh seven. <laughs> um, Okay, are you ready to move on? Yes, we've got our question of the week. Yes. Um, I need to get it, one sec. Okay. Our question of the week is, where do you think your self-worth comes from? That's and like, okay. <laughs> and I guess you can, where does self-worth come from in general for other people, like for most people? It might be a different answer, but. I think that's almost like asking, where does your behavior come from? Ooh like it could be anyway that's why i'm asking but where do you think yours comes from my own personally yeah i think mine probably comes from the information i was gonna say the information that i've taken but i mean more specifically like the things that i watch the people i'm surrounded by Mm. i'm a big believer in the social 
theory. Yeah. You know, the things around you rather than like the way that the way that your brain processes things or biology. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I think mine when I was a bit younger, and this is probably up until a couple of years ago as well, maybe even a year ago, came from other people. Right. It came from as much as I've always done whatever I've wanted, my worth came from what other people think of me and how other people treat me as well well yeah that's easily done yeah and i think that is probably what most people do i think a lot of shadow work means that my self-worth now comes from me Mm -hmm. and i decide what i'm worth and it's a lot it's very very expensive but (laughs) yeah i think that is where where mine comes from i just wondered if you had a different different answer on that um, well you obviously don't from what you've just said well, yeah yours is yeah. like you're saying people that you're surrounded by i think i'm saying like yeah i guess it's the people that i'm surrounded by but i'm not like looking at the other people and getting self-worth it's more like are they if they're treating me like shit i think i'm shit right that's what it is well, then I just wouldn't surround myself with those types of people. But then where does the self-worth to think that come from? Yeah, yeah. So that's where you have to start doing the, the learning, yeah. which is what I've, I've done. So now, like, how people treat me. So there's, like, certain people in my life still that don't necessarily treat me really nicely. I don't think differently about myself based on how they treat me. Yeah. I just think differently of them. And yeah, I think that is a really hard mindset to actually end up having Mm -hmm. to think that like how people react to situations and act towards you is about more about them than about yourself one thousand it's like it's always about them yeah so if you were to say something to someone like oh it really hurt me when you did this and they flipped out and shouted a lot of people would then, that's really upset me. Maybe I shouldn't have said this this mm. way. Maybe I shouldn't have said it at all. I'd be mortified. Whereas actually it's about the fact that they've reacted like that is about them and it's actually got nothing to yeah. do with you. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. I feel like I've got something more to give. You do? Well, yeah, because think about like when you're younger, where does it come from? I think mine's always been the same really yeah i, th- you don't I think, think so you don't think your self-worth was anything to do with your parents but at the very it's start. the same thing though because okay. i'm saying it's how people have treated me right so people that i'm close to how they treat me that will include parents yeah so yeah to me it will have been my parents because they it come from i think it should come from you i think you need to decide what you're worth <laughs> start adding up yeah do some equations yeah find out your price yeah start charging yeah no literally because you need to have that confidence in yourself to get the things that you want and this isn't about financial or material gain this is about getting healthy relationships with Mm. people friendships parents siblings Um, romantic whatever because if you don't have self-worth people are going to continue to treat you a certain way Mm. and if you're not even having like any issues in relationships then you're probably not listening to this podcast but also you you probably don't need to listen to this podcast (laughs) but also (laughs) stick around anyway guys stick around anyway but also 
you won't be asking yourself questions about it because the questions that come at you, you say to yourself, oh, why do I always attract the same sort of person? Why do I always attract the same star sign? Why do I always attract people that cheat on me? Why do I always attract friends that do this, this and this? And that is actually mostly about how you view yourself because if you don't have self-worth, no one else is gonna think about what you're worth. They're not gonna think, oh, this person shouldn't be treated like this, so I would never do that. So yeah. you actually need to have that inside yourself to start off with. Now it's not gonna stop people doing bad shit. Yeah, it, it, that also explains why um, like celebrities, people go, oh, she was, she was a celebrity, she was gorgeous. How did she get cheated on? Yeah. Well, because one, there's still people that are a piece of shit out yeah. in the world, regardless of celebrities or not. And two, because they let them yeah. cheat on them that many times. Yeah. Yeah obviously once once it could be an once accident and yeah. well once is uh is not much, like i don't even know about once. <laughs> well one what i'm saying once, about fair enough once, you get yeah yeah on, multiple times by multiple partners yeah. as well if it's one person loads of times you get rid of them fine but if it's multiple that's happening to you multiple times you probably need to have a look at your self-worth because then when you value yourself highly then you can start attracting people that also value yourself highly but if you're walking down the street thinking oh, I'm, I'm this and I'm this and I'm this and I'm this and I can never get this and this will never be this, then that is the energy that you put out there. That's the energy you're gonna get back. And that is manifestation yeah. through and through. Mic drop. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, okay, well, thank you for listening and watching. And we will see you next week. I was gonna say, you know, leave a rating and oh, comment. Just, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.